Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Jingle Bells Potter. Hey there. Four Tomics, 50 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4 Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Riotcast.com network. Today's guest is one of my favorite comedians in the business. He has appeared on The Late Show with David Letterman, Craig Ferguson, and even Star Search. Whoop, Maybe whoop. you've seen him uh, at Stick or Treat doing a killer impression of many famous comics that you know and love, which you'll get to later. But I'm sure you've heard him on Sirius Satellite Radio because he has a ton of comedy on those channels and will soon be buying a yacht from the residuals. <laughs> it's Andy Pitts. Wow. Let's talk about Andy Pitts. That's that was about it. Right. That there. was it. You right. Said everything. Well, let's well, talk about the yacht. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buffalo, New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're from Buffalo, New York. We were just talking this on the way in. Huge yachting Huge community. <laughs> I'll fit right in for the two months of year that you can be on the water. Bro. How yeah, do you live up there? It's freezing. Well, I got out when I was 18. Yeah, moved to New Jersey, started comedy down there. That was like 1989. So I haven't been back since. Oh, I, okay. I like to visit. My brother and sister are still there. They can handle it. I cannot handle it. Personally. You started comedy in Buffalo. I started in South Jersey. Oh, okay. yeah, the okay. comedy cabaret chain oh i know the comedy cabaret sure, they're chain. still around there oh, were okay. 12 I rooms i didn't work for anybody else but andy scarpati for the uh, first three years of comedy yeah. i worked for one guy and <laughs> like obviously things were different then. yeah i just like oh I, this guy keeps giving me everything so why should i bother who's branching the, out who's the guy at the comedy cabaret his face is on the wall he made a lot of faces he had like a whole terry gillespie terry gillespie rubber face yes whatever happened with that guy <laughs> he's still there still, he's still there. his face is still rubber i think i opened for him <laughs> my first middling gig ever on yeah. the road was for terry gillespie in that room yeah he, yeah he's just there doing it and they love him yeah and you know i don't really see him when i lived down there he brought me to dangerfields for the first time right because he was doing a spot at dangerfields and i didn't know how ridiculous it was at the time for him to drive literally two and a half hours <laughs> for a 30 minute spot and scott bruce was the mc right i can't remember anybody else on the show but i was so thrilled to be there and just <laughs> soaking in everything right and uh, he goes up and i i only saw him do 45 minutes to an hour yeah and they like you know they gave him the light after 20 i'm like hmm, i'm not going well <laughs> <laughs> but that was he go, i go that's it and he said yeah everybody does like 25 30 and uh I was like oh cool and then we drove for another two and a half hours and talked about his set the whole Holy way back wow. Shit. wait yeah. so why do you move from buffalo though to south to jersey though were, were, you, were, were you? we talking about girls before oh, were we talking the, the lure go, of the women go. in our lives That's but you weren't happened. doing comedy in buffalo so no. where did the comedy come from well the first set i ever did was when i was going to school in Cortland, suny Cortland. oh okay and i okay. did a <laughs> chugger davis field yeah wow <laughs> you like that cortico was just a couple weeks yeah. ago that huge <laughs> blowout with ithaca but um so uh, yeah i did a couple of sets there and I was ready to graduate. And I started dating this girl who was living in South Jersey. And I needed to do an internship. This is boring. 
an administrative residency at a hospital. I have a health science degree. Okay. So um, she said, why don't you find a hospital around Philly and you can live with me? Because I wasn't getting paid. Oh, I got it. My I got mother it. had just died. I was just like on the, I was like just surviving. Yeah. And so she let me live with her and I went to the Funny Bone and did a couple open mics. And these guys were, I was standing outside the Funny Bone and, you know, I had only done three sets my whole life. But I, but you specifically go down there to do comedy. I mean, um, you're with her, but that's you're not going to do anything about your degree. Th- they were tied. Oh, yeah. I had no interest in pursuing anything. <laughs> now, when I chose this field to get the degree, how can I get out of school as fast as I can without taking a lot of math? And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I had it worked out. I go, yeah. I have this many credits. What, how can I sprint to the finish line? Oh, cool. right? so, you, so I did. I was under other pressures, but uh, I actually put my last two semesters of school on my own credit card. I opened a credit card oh and God. put the tuition oh, on the credit card because I had to finish. I yeah, you had to get the degree. Right. You know, so um, these guys were milling around. I don't know if any of them are still around, but just the way they were talking and they were bouncing these awful jokes off each other. And I go, do I want to like be the guy who says, hi, my name's Andy Pitts and I'm you right. know a new comic or whatever. I just go, I'm not going to even talk to these guys. And there was no phone to look at. There was I was just literally just standing Sitting there, there watching. So the clipboard comes out. Somebody told me to get there at 5 o'clock the show started at 7 30 right. so i show right up at five o'clock and the uh clipboard comes out and they hand it to me first oh no and so i put my name first after the <laughs> mc and these guys come over and they're like no no big mistake you don't want to do that you want to wait until the crowd's drunk I put your, you're here first take a cushy spot this guy's putting himself 20th oh, 23rd right, yeah. really? so i had this little cockiness about me that i said I'm going in, first. In my head, anything. whatever you guys do, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do the opposite. Yeah, yeah. That was a cocky. He's probably calculatedly smart. Well, no. <laughs> I didn't want to follow what these guys were telling me because right. I just didn't like the whole situation. The first spot is always terrible. Well, you're a rookie. Killed. <laughs> oh, you did kill. You did oh, kill. Yeah. Started to get paid work right after that. Wow. None of those guys ever talked to me again, by the way. <laughs> right, rightfully so. Uh, so I said, oh, I'm good. I'm good. And yeah. then, you know, it was uh, uh, Ramont Harris. Oh, I remember hosting. Yeah. And I went up and did, you know, seven clean. Right. And the manager was like, we need this. Right. So I got kind of lucky you're off in that running right goes, away. I said, what about going 23rd? He probably would have never have seen me. I would have been, you know, having yeah. to follow these guys who were career open mics. It's just easy from the beginning. You just, yeah, that's really. pretty good. I, I but how did you know what your? How did like you? What was wow. your set? You ha- you already had I did it out. A you couple you of wrote it out, or you, oh yeah. yeah. Well, the first time I ever was on stage, I did forty five minutes. My first Holy show ever. Shit, I so over prepared. You just think that's all, that's what everybody does. Forty five minutes. <laughs> I was the halftime entertainment of the Super Bowl in in nineteen. 89 or 90 oh, and that, this restaurant had the game on and they go halftime entertainment is this comic oh it's such a so bad idea i knew idea. i had to do like 20 <laughs> it was awesome i yeah. thought i didn't know really? if it was a bad idea or not no, it went no, so good they didn't a... even want the game turned back on <laughs> so i you're like, like the only everything. comic that can pull that off if it well, was me it was the only get into comedy I know, for stories like this I know, that is so classic if i would have done it the next week i couldn't have done five but it was my very first show right so i did everything i'm blatantly looking at my list i go i didn't do these three so i have to go back and do them and the crowd was so nice because it's up and the people are nice up there oh, central wow. new york so after that you know getting down to seven i had my 
Jack Nicholson impression and my Jay Leno impression and my Casey Kasem impression. And I was wearing a tie. Right. And I just talked about. Professional. I, I had a couple of jokes about the Yankees that didn't go over very well in Philly, but, you know, I survived. Yeah, that's And I just cool. would. Uh, try to make up for it with enthusiasm for that's, what I lacked awesome. in anything. Yeah, that's, so how do you get to Manhattan? Yeah. When do I, where did I meet you? Manhattan? Probably Stand Up New York. Stand Up New York yeah. or The Strip? Yeah. Those two. Yeah, because yeah, once you start doing really well in these rooms, you you're, you're start, you start thinking about New York. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, right away? or The girl and I broke up. Oh, shit. Uh, I was going to ask that later. <laughs> we were together six years. Oh, wow. That's... So, like I mentioned, I you know, my mother had passed away. And in the house, it was just my dad and my brother. My sister had moved out and everything. I didn't have anywhere else to go. I was making 150 bucks a week. Yeah. And I had other jobs while I was down there. I worked in a hardware store. I did door-to-door fundraising. Like, you know, I, but I always spent everything. I wasn't really a saver. <laughs> yeah. So I had nothing. She let me have the car. She had a company car. She goes, you can take the car. We just broke up. I put all my stuff in the car and drove up to live, you know, at my dad's house again. Oh, wow. And started working at the local club there, which was Rob Lederman's comics cafe this is in Home, bu- buffalo back in buffalo now. Yep, oh yep. so you do go back to buffalo yeah then. okay yeah cool. and so i was there for a couple years and that's where i met my current like my wife my you know wow. 23 years ago 24 years ago wow she was in she's from buffalo too no she was going to school in buffalo because she loves snow <laughs> That's the exact reaction. <laughs> I, I it's like that's why she picked. My face is on I the mean, floor. I mean, she's in the right place. She's what? in the right place. If you like, that is the reason. I go. You. I, it couldn't have been academia that brought her. But she Buffalo has, is like this. Snow? But we, you know, we talk <laughs> about this. Does. Buffalo's always written up as like the most cool city place to go to. What I it's was there. Got awesome a cool college town. Yeah. It's a. It's a cool city. It's got stuff. It's just cold. My yeah. sister went to Geneseo, and okay. that's. That's a ridiculously tiny place. So it's the bad weather, but not the other stuff that Buffalo has, which is jumping over to Canada in 10 minutes when everything was 18, when here it was 21. <laughs> right. God. Yeah, I so mean, you have Canada, the, the, all the stuff's in Buffalo. I mean, it's professional not a, sports if you're into that. Yeah, it's well, not a bad teams? city. Uh, the they only, have the Buffalo Braves, the NBA team. Freezing to death. Ice games. Yeah. <laughs> Albany played Buffalo on a weekend. We went up there to the, for that game. Freezing. I've never so cold in my life. Uh, snow, rain, you know, like this awful weather. The only saving grace was the amazing chicken wings. Yeah. They have, that's, oh, that's where right. it's they from. The Buffalo food. chicken wings. What did your family do in Buffalo? Like, why were they there? My parents were both teachers, and my grandparents were Italian. That their folks oh, came off the boat, and uh, they worked in the because the we love Erie, the snow. Yeah, the <laughs> so Erie, can, this sounds crazy. The Erie Canal oh. opened up that whole and they head up the urban corridor yeah. from you know Albany all the way to right. Canada. You can get there now by it's, barge. Now it's a bike trail. <laughs> it really is. It literally I, is. I read about really? it all the time. You got to ride up the bike trail the next to the Erie Canal bike trail. If you're like that kind of person, I want to be that kind of person, but I'm not. So, Wait. So when you go, when you uh, start killing in Buffalo, but none of your family has done comedy. No one. This you're the first one to break out into this world. Right. Okay. Yeah. It, my family. Family. Yeah. No one. It's not like your brothers or your. No. Dad. No. No. No one. My had, dad no one was entertaining. My dad was huge comedy fan. Had uh, every record. Okay. So was that's where it was getting in your head. Yeah. Okay. I was steeped in you know Rodney Dangerfield and George Carlin uh, okay. and everybody since I can remember. It's my funny. dad was a huge comedy fan. Wait, you guys. So how did you get? So you guys decide to move. Down to yeah, Manhattan? well, Michelle's from uh, my wife. She's from Long Island originally and right. moved around a little bit. But she, as soon as she was done, she got a job in the city and she said, you need to come. 
Okay. And I had been doing comedy six years by then. So, so where did you like, go? Okay. Strip? Uh, my first pass was uh, The Cellar from Greg Giraldo. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we worked together a lot on the road. And he said, do you have a tape? Mm-hmm. And it took me a year to get this tape. <laughs> it did. It's and uh, I finally had something that I said, I want to, you know, if I'm going to give him one, I'm going to give him the best thing that I can do. Right. So it took a little more than a year. But he handed the tape to Esty. Mm-hmm. Didn't even audition. Off the strength of the tape, I started getting spots. So why am I not seeing you all the time? I think that I had a lot of material about my wife being Jewish and me not being Jewish. And it was killing, but it was a little bit maybe hacky for the time. This is going Mm. back like 15 years or so. And I saw Manny walk out during my set and it might be in my head but i thought i saw him shaking his head a little bit <laughs> and it, it was it it was it if you were, were so you doing well and they man he wouldn't I, care Esty called greg huh. and said thank you for finding this guy right, he's right, killing and, right. I, and and it was you know i thought it was they would put huh. me up in the middle of the show and do seven minutes like i can do my best seven minutes right i never had even close to a bad set not right. even a bad line that's so weird well, it happens to so many people. Well, so, when you of course, up- I you know I go to Greg. What's happening? He goes, "Hey, this happens. Right. Don't don't whine about it. You're pretty much." He didn't say you're pretty much done. Right. But um, I just huh. after the cellar, it was easier to pass the other, other clubs. clubs. So yeah. when I auditioned for Lucian, what did he say? He said, "Well, Steve." <laughs> yeah and i i was hanging out there all night and somebody goes don't bug him about it just right, let wait. he'll get to you when he's yeah. ready so i was hanging out and we were the last two people in the entire club <laughs> and i said you know i go well nobody's gonna really see me bug him if i he's sitting at the booth when they had the booths and i went over i said well i know he could see me right because i walked by him well he times. watched the audition he watched the audition yeah. and there were four people there and karen Burgreen gave me great advice she right. goes just pretend you're killing <laughs> so i did like right. i didn't rush i don't know what i did so i did the same exact set that i did for starla right. the week before and um so he said steve and i said my name's andy actually <laughs> and at least I talked, you said that yeah, <laughs> it was great and I go, was that on purpose or not? You know, in my head, because I know that he has this cat and mouse thing, the <laughs> reputation. And I talked to him for 20 minutes and didn't know if I passed or not, because he would say something yeah, positive. And then he would say something 1% more negative mm-hmm. and then something good. And then something kind of really critical that I was like, I'm not coming back from that. And then 30 <laughs> seconds later, but, you know, I really liked the whatever he would say. And and so he said, you know, he, he started reaching into his uh, pocket for something and I go well that's good he's given me a phone number and he gave me the avails number there you go and um you know told me to start calling it so he said when he goes what other clubs do you work in town and I go uh I I'm passed at the comedy cellar and he said now when you say you work at the comedy cellar what does that mean (laughs) are you on at 5 30 on a Wednesday and I said well no I'm on the regular schedule I just did my first full weekend there right you know I think he has ways of checking up on it. Yeah. So I wasn't going to lie about yeah. something like that. Right. So then the strip and then stand up and nice. danger fields and all those other ones. Um, what explain to everybody how it's changed over the years, you know, like what, what's yeah. Like the scene when you started 80 in, in the late 80, this is 89 or whatever you said. Yeah. So there was a huge boom going on. Right. Then it kind of dipped. 
And then everybody's sort of like, oh, I want to do that because they got this book. From, like when I started, I was mm -hmm. like, oh, this is great. I didn't even know there was a boom. I just loved yeah, it. Yeah, like, right? we were in the middle of it. Right. Like, you don't know that there's a hurricane if that's all you know. Right. But by 95, when I started, by the end of the 90s, it was over. That's when I moved here, yeah. 96 or 97. That's probably exactly when I so, met you, you know, 99. I had, yeah, I had a couple years under my belt and was doing road feature stuff. So yeah. I had like material that right. I knew worked. But for, I think, the first five or six years, I was a road comic. So I was living in Brooklyn. I wasn't working in the city at all. Right. So in the city, I was considered a road comic. And on the road, I was considered <laughs> a city, city comic, huh? that type of thing. <laughs> so I said, look, I need to clear the decks. And I had met Greg a few yeah. times. And, you know, he was encouraging enough mm -hmm. to, you know, he's always very honest. He goes, this joke sucks. This one is really good. And or whatever he would say. Right. He said, I think you should really try to get a really solid TV set together. And that's when, you know, the year I, I, I remember I called every booker that I had anything with and I canceled everything. Right. And I said, I'm not leaving town until I get something going. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just started going and hanging out at the clubs and not getting on at Stand Up New York and like going there like 20 times and not getting on, which is common. I know right. that now, but I was like, wow, this is frustrating. <laughs> and it, because I was watching, I go, put me up now. I know I'll kill or whatever. And so it took 18 months, I think. It was a year and a half. And uh, I was doing, this is one of the things that's changed, the bringer show thing. Right. This is when bringer shows were fresh. Right. So I would do one about every year. I always did Caroline's. Right. Eddie Brill was always the host. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, we did that. That's when we started. And it was a cool show. Yeah. It yeah. was a Big place show. that you could get your tape warm market to yep. and get a tape. And it wasn't excruciating for them to come once a year right. to see me. The only hard part was getting the Kluzman tape after. Yeah. <laughs> you go in his office it's like half the size of this room and you're like wow I um but i i thought it was a big deal i'm going yeah. into the city and i'll get my tape and everything and so i think it was this is how clueless i was i didn't even know eddie booked letterman the first time <laughs> the first five times i did the show and it turns out that that was a good thing because he said to me much later, he goes, you know, you were one of the few guys that weren't really hounding me about the show. I go, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I said the last time there was way more than a year gap in between the two tapes. So I go, I am going. Then I learned who he was. I go, I'm going to impress this guy and I'm going to do a completely clean tape. And I really worked it around. I had a show that I was running at Bar 169 in Chinatown right. that I could get on at least once a week there, and a couple other like smaller shows, Boudoir Bar, mm -hmm. Larry Getlin, and uh, th these people would would be nice enough to put me up. So I got this ten minutes, and I did the Caroline Springer show, best set of my life. Right. That was the tape that I gave to Greg right. that SD approved, and right. that was also when I got done with the set. Eddie came back on and shook my hand, and he leans in. And he goes. Don't go anywhere. I want to talk to you about something. And I get off stage. I go, please don't let it be a tagline. <laughs> and so I hung around and I wasn't even talking to anybody who came to the show because I didn't want him to look for me and not see right. me. I told my wife, I go, he wants to talk to me. Please just tell everybody. Thank you. I'm just I'm not moving. Right. I'm not moving. So he said, I think we can get that 10 minutes down to five. And and if you're interested, I love these show business yeah, things. Yeah. Like if you're interested, <laughs> yeah. um, we'll put you on the show. And then that's it what happened. happened. They always give you an option though. Like well, I was at the comic strip one time and I was ready to go on and Chris Rock 
came up behind me and Lucian was there and he goes, if it's okay with you, we're going to put Chris on. <laughs> <laughs> like I have any choice yeah, at all. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I say yes to everything. And like that tape, John Lampert, who we know, mm-hmm. um, call, called it for a long time. He calls it the magic tape. <laughs> it's the magic goes, tape. It's the magic tape. He goes, I never had anybody watch it and not say, okay. <laughs> so he still sends it to people which is yeah. terrible because i have all this it's hair and i'm wearing this crazy outfit like these it's tight the pants but it's it's material that i wanted eddie to see because it wasn't well obviously there was no profanity there was um there wasn't any brand names in it like i wanted right. this to be a tv set like i'm not mentioning things like religion and everything so that is something that's changed now like late night sets you can say penis you could say and anything, i would never think of yeah. saying that it's kind of ridiculous now. it's uh it, well, in so, fact i think it's encouraged that you say penis so it's a huge thrill like that was an amazing you loved it i did i loved yeah, every you did letterman 15 years before anybody even sniffed it right know? but i I put myself there in a way that I wish more people would learn about. Like I literally pictured this in my mind every single morning and every single night. And I would do these uh, visualizations. And I know that that stuff's poo-pooed now because it's so mainstream and everything. That stuff works. I would, what, so what do you mean by that? Like, explain uh, that. We don't, have oh, time. we don't have time. Oh, explain we'll the visualization. Break. What, what do you are think we it is? Are we Visualize it. It'll happen. A, right? I'll talk but, to you after. Oh, yeah. I'll talk to you after. Okay. People say that's what you do, but they don't say how. That's yeah. All. We'll visualize this. That's bell why I asked the question. Yeah. You know, close your eyes and think about a bell. There it is. <laughs> Manifested. <laughs> there it is. Isn't manifest. But uh, we have Andy here. I was here. about to get advice to change my life, nope. and you shut me that's down. That's not how it happens on this show. Shut me down. Another dead end for Neil Potter. <laughs> that's your album <laughs> one of the great things about your act is you don't even do them most of the time and everybody's got to beg you to do them but you're like one of the best nobody's in- got to beg me to do anything <clears throat> no but I mean sometimes like we just do you know like I think people feel weird about asking yeah but I, I've never said the, no not only your, your jokes are hilarious one of the best writers out there but thanks. you're like the best impressionist I've ever seen wow thank you you know I mean there's there's very few people even tried to you know, um, by the way, Neil, we're not talking about Monet or Degas. Like he actually the does the impressionist. We're oh talking, we're not shit! Art, so okay, you, I'll take those questions. This away. is about him <laughs> Got doing it. another yeah, yeah. comedian, like John Byron um, and Rich Little back in the day. But back in the day, it was John Byron and Rich Little, and then nobody did impressions for a while. And then, like when I came to the city, you you wouldn't see any impress. Maybe Rob Magnotti. Right, he was the one. He one was the guy. guy. That's Darryl it Hammond. because they. A Daryl Hammond. And they they basically told people, don't do those. Right. You're not getting it's anywhere. It's cheesy. It's a second form, a second rate form of stand up or whatever. But yeah, yeah. I did impressions but then since I was a kid. They're always I saw wrong. Rob Everybody's Magnotti work wrong. every club yeah. with the impressions. And then I He's saw Daryl really Hammond good. get on Saturday Night Live. So basically anything industry ever told anybody was probably wrong. Right. And then I see you do it. I'm like, why didn't this guy... Why? You but know, you I, did impressions from the very first set. Yeah, that you ever did. My, my, yeah, that's I think what set me apart from a lot of guys yeah. was that. And I used to have to. I was so nervous. I would have to drink hot water before I went on stage, <laughs> so my voice sounded right. And I would come into the club with a thermos because they never had hot water, and people thought it was like a boozer or whatever. They're like, he's in the corner with his thermos. Before but we I, get to this, I want to go to the little bit of the history impressions before I pimp you out for for like okay. ten minutes. So back in the 60s of stand-up comedy, a guy named Vaughn Meter yeah. basically did, hit it his huge. Kennedy. Yeah, his Kennedy. He did John F. Kennedy. Yeah. 
And it was like the biggest album of some like 1960 was Vaughn Meter. It was called the, the First Family. Yeah. The First Family. It's yeah. this huge rocket to the moon. This guy was a very average comic. Mm-hmm. Did this killer impression. Ooh, don't I know this? Did it on the Tonight Show. <laughs> did it everywhere yeah. in the world, right? Right. So, yeah. And then JFK gets assassinated. Career over. <laughs> right. And <laughs> right? I, I thought you were going to go into the what, go Lenny, what Lenny Bruce said. No, go ahead. The uh, everybody is wondering because Lenny Bruce was so tapped into politics and obviously he was at the top of the hill of stand up comedy. They're like, what what is he going to say about the Kennedy assassination? And he comes out. It might have been the the Christmas show at Carnegie Hall. No, maybe. Uh, And so he lets this tension build. He doesn't say a thing. And uh, he leans into the microphone. This is like two days after Kennedy got shot. And he goes. <sighs> Poor Vaughn Meter. <laughs> <laughs> that was just it. And so that's how I learned who Vaughn Meter was yeah. back when I used to listen to I was like, who's Vaughn Meter? Because even by the time I was a kid, who's Vaughn Meter? I, I, I heard he ended up like really, really trying to keep going. With, yes. With other impressions yes. and everything like that. It but just... it could never regain the traction that he got. But Rich that. Little was the king. Rich Little was the growing king up. when growing up. He'd growing always up. been yeah, on yeah. Tonight Show. Yep. Like, and he had he the had Vegas five, act. Five, six good ones. Vegas act. He was big. He was on every show. Love, but he made a career out of impressions. All the roasts. Every roast, right. There's got to be the one guy. You can't have more than one. Right. That's what I always thought about the city thing. I go, now I can never be on a show with Rob Magnotti. He's so good. Right. And if I go before him... It's going to take away from him. Another, we have another guy who does impressionists, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, you'll never work on the road to impressionists. Right. You'll now, it's tough even in the showcase situation. But you could just turn just it, you don't need them. them. But what, yes. was the, what was well, the first impression you did? I appreciate you saying that, you saying that, excuse me. But right. like, um, some people need it. If I was not working <laughs> right. and bombing, irrespective of you impressions, I probably would have brought him back. But I was like, no, I want to be a real comic. I right. want to be, I don't want to be known as the guy who does this. So I started doing them off stage. To entertain my friends, right. like these long car rides we're all on. Everybody's like, "Can you just do a little Rodney right. Dangerfield?" And, and the next thing you know, it's like you know, a big chunk of the trip is over. So if you do an hour set, you aren't doing any impressions. No, that's no. never. Never. Back in the eight, don't, was, don't you I did want an to? Hour sometimes if you can do them so well, don't you want well, to? The encore, the crowd. The one them. time I ever got yeah. a standing ovation slash encore was yeah. at this place up near Syracuse called the Auburn Public Theater. And they said, do as much time as you want. And I just did everything I could think of. And I got, I did an hour and I got done. And the guy, like, luckily I didn't go too far away from, I was like kind of exhausted or whatever. And I heard, do you want to have Andy come back out here? And there was no way he could see me for me going like, please don't do this. So then I went up and I did every impression that I could think of because I had to follow my closing bit after doing an hour. I don't, I'm not, what am I going to supposed to do? Like notebook stuff? That's that's all I had. Um, It does it help. Like I was thinking the other day how like you do impressions of other comics that people wouldn't know, you know, like you could do like a little bit of everybody. Yeah. That's the most fun for you. So like like the Bono would break out a Voss. He can yeah, do Bob the Bono. What's so what? He his Voss is dead yeah. on. It's almost scary. It doesn't get any better. Right. Than that. So, um, but some people just randomly can do impressions. Like, um, um, but does it help? I think it helps that somebody can do an impression of you. Like if you're the guy they're doing the impression of. If you think about it over the history of comedy. If you can do an impression of the guy, that guy was probably famous. You know, Cosby's a perfect yeah. example. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and 
for some reason, that probably helps him become famous if they could do an impression Wait, of are you. are you asking for him to do an impression of you? No, he can't. To help it's you annoying. become famous? I don't even want to. <laughs> I only do the facial expression for do, Lenny. He does, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, that was good. It's a great but eye roll. Can he can do the great eye roll. Speaking to that point. Yeah. Um, there was. No, Leiden can do a little. Me, Eric Leiden. Yeah, he's really good, he's too. I enjoy impressions. hanging out with yeah. him because we'll go back and forth a little bit. <laughs> but um, so this year, I think in the intro, you mentioned the Sticker Treat show. Yeah. So over the years, I've done Rodney a couple times. I did George Carlin last year, grew a beard, starved myself for two <laughs> oh, months. Like really I committed to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it came the out great. Impression. It was one of the best tapes <laughs> I had. Yeah. Uh, it, took me, it took me six months to get ready for this. So this year, I go, well, I can't do either of those guys. Who else is around? And I emailed uh, Louisa that runs that show mm-hmm. she said who do you want to do and i always try to get in early because right. you know somebody took my car and right years ago, i was upset <laughs> so uh now that's an off-broadway show if i've ever heard it right there Car- carlin so, yeah so ever try to sneeze while you're taking a piss <laughs> it's frightening isn't it it's frightening because actually you can't do it. It's physically impossible to sneeze while pissing. <laughs> oh my God. You gotta see his face too. So, yeah, the face does help a little bit. So, it's... this year I said I want to do either Eddie Pepitone or Gary Gullman to Louisa. <laughs> and she writes back, I love both of those guys. I really want to see Gullman. Gary Gullman. <laughs> and so I committed to that too. I got a wig, I got like an outfit that I think that he would wear. And the cool thing was it, it's at um, the Knitting Factory. Yeah. And a couple people said, I hope people know who he is. And I thought that was crazy. I go, of course they will. So they just introduced me, and I walked out. I hadn't said a thing yet. The crowd was going completely bananas because oh, I did good, look good. a little bit yeah, like him. <laughs> and I had, like, the mannerisms. Like, he does, like, the squinty. <laughs> and and it's, it's, like, very, very calculated. Everything he says is very calculated. Sh- the sets tonight are short, they're brief, they're brisk, they're brusque, they're truncated, they're transitory. And... <laughs> They were going crazy. Yeah, that's so, that's um, so good. What, what came back to me from that was I was relieved that I could do an impression of someone who was alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, I'm glad I sort of went for this. I've met Gary Goleman twice in my life. I go, I want this to be a respectful impression and right. not a mockery or anything yeah. like that. And everybody said, if he saw it, he would like it. Yeah. yeah. So Did he Mark, say it? Mark Norman oh, okay. showed him. He goes, I'm going to send this to him because Liz Mealy was nice enough to record it. She sent it to me. Mark said, I want to show him that. So I sent it to Mark and he said that he was going to show Gary. Two months go by. I don't hear anything. (laughs) So I'm not going to be bugging him like, did you show him? Oh, it's still going? No. Just the other day, Gary sent me a message on Instagram. He said he laughed really hard and he liked it. And I was like, oh my God, thank God goodness uh, yeah. i should have told him i still was sitting with him well everybody day. says that but you don't want to bring it up at the, it, it's a oh, cheesy no, thing to bring up there's a guy who does an impression well, of you but the point is everybody knew who the guy was so maybe in this case like the cosby thing that you alluded to right it maybe gets you on people's minds maybe. you know it's sort of like and just the fact that you can be identifiable from the second you walk out yeah like, everybody knew who he was and now he's doing a sold-out show there, I think, in a couple weeks. Back so. in the 80s when you'd watch TV and they would, all these impressionists, for some reason they would always turn their back to the audience. I think it would go something, something like, like this. this. Well, right? that's why what Dennis was Miller, that? Well, Dennis Miller made fun of that. I think it started. It was he, over? He, yeah, he goes, uh, <laughs> I can't do a Dennis Miller, right. but he's like, uh, you see all these impressionists, they put these uh, guys in these situations and they're so implausible. It's like, yeah, this is my impression of Jack Nicholson. 
as a produce clerk. <laughs> yeah, that's really easy for me to, re- to picture. You know, America's most highly paid actor, spritz and lettuce. <laughs> but I never did that. I think it would go something like this. No. And I never said... Well, Even though that's the funniest thing, now that I think about it, if you do it, <laughs> oh, then I think it's come back around and, and it would go something. I think it would be the funniest the thing to see. Comics yeah. would be dying. Dying. And people and in people the crowd would be like, like oh, I can't wait yeah. to see it. And... <laughs> Dice yeah. did his thing about the thing, all the people around the campfire. Right. Just a way to do the impressions. And I never had that. Right. I just would just do the do people's them. act like I did the Carlin. Yeah. It doesn't work for me. If, if I have to ad lib, I'm done. Right. I need to know what I'm going to say. <laughs> and like, you know, somebody like Rodney is like, the jokes are so good. If for some reason you never heard of them. You're still gonna laugh at, at like, uh, hey, I'll tell you, I'm not right now, but last week I was in rough shape, you know. <laughs> hey, last week I was doing push-ups in the nude. I didn't see the mousetrap. <laughs> that is so dead on. It's frightening. I know. Like I, you, I got no sex life anyway. You're kidding my sex life. It's like trying to shoot pool with a rope, you know. <laughs> well, the jokes are so good. The jokes are good. The jokes are so good that, and you know what? You nobody. I can't even tell you. Two Rodney jokes. I just did. But I mean, when you do that, I mean, but when you start rallying them off, it's like they're great. He's got this one that I I sent to a friend of mine. And like most of them are kind of boisterous and like he's killing on the Tonight Show and the crowds are there. But on his old albums, when he was barely talking, he does this joke. I could not get this out of my head for like two days. He goes, uh, and it's a different Rodney. He goes, uh, I'll tell you my wife. She never likes my haircut. (laughs) I say, what's wrong? She said, well, it looks like you got a haircut. When you get a haircut, it's not supposed to look like you got a haircut. She said, Harry got a haircut. Nobody even knew Harry got a haircut. I said, then how do you know Harry got a haircut? (laughs) So now I got a new problem. (laughs) What I'm doing, I'm trying to find a barber who doesn't look like he's a barber. Huge laugh. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. So like, that's like his longest joke ever. Yeah, no, I like those. It's so good. It's so Thanks. good. Um, but impressions always make me laugh, though. That's the thing. It's and so then, funny. And yet, Even I don't if you understand do a little why bit. But I don't understand why you're not supposed to do them. It's such a weird thing to, that, that, that that got into the world of Somebody comedy. Somebody said. It's like it's music. A, it's like, don't bring your guitar. It's like. Yeah, it happened and then, in the city. And then next thing I know, don't bring your you guitar. know, uh, Daryl Hammond's on SNL just pounding a career away doing sh- shitloads of impressions. I mean, he's mm-hmm. literally on SNL for impressions, so. Right. Yeah. That so, was his job. Right. Yeah. Impressionist. And then they, they would just and but the, there's got to be one, not more than one. Uh, there's yeah. got to be one impressionist. Yeah. I don't know. I don't maybe. Know. I don't know. About maybe that. Cool. I was impressionist. Impressionist week on yeah. Letterman. Letterman. Impressionist I was week. begging. Yeah. Eddie. Yeah. If please, if they bring that back, because right. I missed the first two. Right. And uh, th- that's like 10 guys that were like at the very top. How was it? it? I love all of them. Right. <laughs> like I've watched them a bunch of times. Oh. Magnati is on there. Yep. Uh, Mike McRae, so funny. But yep. and then there were, I guess, quote unquote, famous people like Kevin Pollack was doing it. Rich Little did a right. spot and was doing all these super old jokes. Well, he used to do but, the dinosaur Rob McNaughty. Yeah, he did the he's Velociraptor. He did. But there was about, there was Jurassic Park. But there was like four when I when I started. There was like it was a competition of who could do the Jurassic Park Raptor. Oh, well, right. He was Dane one Cook. of them. Dane Cook was one of them, and they would kill with this. They'd hop all the tables. They'd go across the club yeah. with the raptor, and people went ape shit. Uh, my, um, Jeez. I my... remember after that, I literally went from Boston Comedy Club one time, and I was just doing my quirky material that would just be like, mm. and yeah. then so I was like, and, and I think it was Dane Cook or one of them hopped across these tables and does like, 
Yeah, they did this, and then he did another impression, and they're just killing this room. And I went home, and I'm like, that's it. And I yeah. went, and, I went and got Jack Nicholson, John Travolta, what? and like another thing. I'm, like, I'm gonna do these freaking impressions. I'm gonna have to be able to do something because then <laughs> I never did them. But yeah. I was like, it was a moment where I'm like, that's it, that's Whoa. it. And I think Greer Barnes did some impressions. He was right. around then, so I didn't know he did any. Didn't oh, he do cool. like a Mike Tyson or something? Oh, okay, or, who Greer? Someone did it. Someone okay. else did now. I think did. Everyone had a couple impressions. More than you, right. more people than you think yeah. would throw in an impression here and there. Well, they know? would throw in something like it, but I don't think anybody was specifically trying to do impressions other than Rob Agnati or he once in doesn't a while. have any. And I don't mean this in a bad way. He doesn't have any regular stand-up. No, he does a hundred percent impression. Yeah. So yeah. he was one of the first headliners I ever worked with down in the Philly area. And he was only 22 or 23 years old, Rob Magnata. Yeah. He was headlining already. Yeah. We were the same age. And he did, because I worked with him so many times, I go, I'm going to count how many people he does in a, an hour and five minute set. It was something like 87 or 80 people. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it was, he never struggled with yeah. an audience because yeah. no, he, they, he, he does them so well. But then, in the comments on his YouTube video for the Impressionist Week, you don't get any criticism from people, right. even on YouTube comments. They were like, this is amazing. He looks just like him. He sounds right. just like him. And there was a couple of really funny situations where he did the yeah. Nicolas Cage showing up to pick you up for a day. You're so sexy. <laughs> we could go get duck. And he just bends over. His face is almost right. on the floor. Like, wow, this guy is oh, I love totally that. committed. Yeah, no, I did. That. Remember, now, I did It's a Wonderful Life. That's how impressions got in my head. I had a bit ah, about It's a go. Wonderful Life, and it would do really well. And I'm like, I got to get more of this shit. This shit was killing. <laughs> like Jimmy Stewart, like you got that. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, like these all, are ones that yeah, yeah. If, you can't, if you can't do these people, you don't ever – Talk do about doing any impressions. I mean, Dana Carvey has Bush because he just passed away, so he has. I mean, these, oh, these... oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's when I would watch Saturday Night Live all the time. So good, Dana yeah. Carvey. Yeah, and, and I think somebody said um, he he doesn't sound like the people, but who said that he's got like a deep hook? Mm -hmm. Which I guess to me it yeah. meant he will bring out that, that thing that you never noticed before that is so noticeable. Yeah. Like nah, that's nah, just nah, as good. Nah, yeah. Nah, nah. Yeah. Like yeah, he does talk like that. Bad da, whatever. And he his said, Casey Kasem is like up here. Yeah. But it's funny. Yeah. You know, I try to go for like I'm a car I'm a copy machine. I do a carbon. I want to get <laughs> right. as close as I can. Right. And sometimes uh, I know you said two minutes. Like, yeah. The only time I've ever been paid to do impressions is I do. I'm the voice of dead Casey Kasem on the Howard Stern <laughs> show, and I get 50 bucks a pop. Nice. And shit. They send me the most filthy, <laughs> unbelievably dirty material, and I have to be like, hello, Howard, this is dead Casey Kasem coming to you dead from a pine box six feet under, and I'm still thinking about Robin's tits. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, that is dead on too. Oh my god. The only other guy that does it now is like Frank Caliendo. He made a huge career on, and his impressions uh -huh. are dead on uh -huh. the sports impressions. It's you know you could he, make a ton of dough. Let's do it. Let's do. What's it. your go-to impression? Like, what's your best impression, Casey? Uh, I would. I guess most people ask me to do Rodney. Uh, and Rodney's or, great. Um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes Carlin. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know, those like, are all really And so good. I always have a couple ready because sometimes if I have to think for it, it doesn't even. Yeah, yeah. I was like, can I get a little Carlin? Like, you know, I never fucked a ten, <laughs> but one night I fucked five twos, and I think that ought to count, you know. 
that's so funny. Um, my friend Peter Fishman, he just loves anybody can if the weirdest one. Like if you have obscure people, so his favorite, he could do one, uh, and he would he would love. I'll get him to do it next time he comes in. But he would do Robert Morley. Do you remember Robert Morley? He was a British actor. Is. He used to do a British Airways commercial, oh. and the tagline was "We care about you." So they would cut to him and he'd be like. We got about to. That was that's it. <laughs> See, I that, don't know the and guy. It and was it's still funny. I don't even hilarious. Know. Like it was so. That's it. We would do just little tiny, uh, amazing. So so take us out. That's the end. Like the end of the corner. Take us out in your whatever impression you want to do. A lot of people don't know I do Mitch Fatal. <laughs> Because you can say anything that's really filthy and that's very disarming. <laughs> Wait, I'll give you, I'll ask you one more question. Okay. Why did everybody do Edith and Archie? Back in the day, every comic <laughs> did Edith and Archie. What was about that? Like, and it would all, no matter who it was, it would kill. And then one day it just jumped the shark and that was yes, the end. You the did best, that, you were I don't at. know who did it, but somebody said, uh, you know, this is my impression of uh, Edith Bunker having the best sex of her life. <laughs> Edith Bunker. Having the best sex ever. Oh, Mr. Jefferson! <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good joke. You don't have to yeah. really sound like Edith, <laughs> but they get you at the end with the curveball. That's awesome. Uh, All right, we move on. That was a lot of fun. Uh, the third corner today, we're going to take a, we usually do a sharp turn for the third one. And we're going to talk about uh, tipping because this this is do we do this uh, as a annoying thing? Because this annoys me to no end that the tipping that has to get done this time of year. Do you have to tip anybody up? Where you um, yeah, I tip the teachers I, or something. We buy the teachers a gift like somebody takes the helm and we pool a bunch of cash for my you know daughter's teachers and the teacher's assistant. But I always hand deliver. I wait for the mailman to come down my street and I walk out and I give him. Oh, okay. And the UPS guy. Um, you tip the UPS guy? Holy shit. The del- UPS you don't know man? my wife. Yeah. This guy, who, or my the wife. team of <laughs> <laughs> I tell you my wife, there's a new package every two minutes over there. Wait, it's wait, ridiculous. Wait, 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 wait. How many? Where do you, you... I live up in Rockland County. So you have so a house, and so you're, you're, you're getting friends with it. This is not like the city where it's a new guy every day or something. Right. Yeah, okay. The UPS right. guys are pretty interchangeable, but yeah. my mailman is my mailman. Yeah, uh, wow. and, um, and you have to buy all your neighbors, like, gifts? Not neighbors. No. But no. you feel like you got to bring them cookies and shit? No, we never. I, I, I don't think that that's a thing. At least I hope it is. Because we don't know. <laughs> there's so many different religions. Like, you don't know what people are celebrating yeah, okay. or when. Okay. So we literally, in my living room, have a Christmas tree with the Happy Hanukkah banner over it. <laughs> okay, you're trying to get to everybody. Yeah. You're kind of be. Well, my, my you're bringing wife's in Jewish the whole and I'm not. So yeah, my, yeah. my daughter's, you know, she gets the Next. benefit of both holidays. Oh, got it. And being a, an only child, she just, she's been getting spoiled all week and she still has Christmas. They're like tree. my building. They do that in my building. They have yeah. the, the Christmas tree on one yeah. side and the yeah. menorah well, on the other it downstairs. side. Downstairs, yeah, yeah. I the, thought you were going to say no. at clubs, Cl- like as a comic, no. because like that's one of the no. We're okay, the only profession who doesn't get tipped. We, I got a tip in Ann Arbor. Oh yeah, um, from it was the one first guy? from from a woman on the way out of the show. There was a guy that was uh, heckling through the whole show. <laughs> he got thrown out of the sh- the show twice. Oh shit! They let <laughs> he, him back in. Well, that was funny because and then he heckles again. He Holy tried shit. to come back in wearing something different because oh God. the biggest laugh I got he off the guy. He wants to be a comic. Oh God! Jesus well, Christ. that was the earlier yeah. in the week. Uh. But this guy, he I think it was a medical. Like he really okay. had something because right. he was just yelling out the most inane things at the weirdest time. <laughs> and his friend actually 
said, all right, we're going to go. But I was sort of like killing the guy with kindness. And um, I would, you know, ask him a couple questions or whatever. I was not malicious towards him. And he finally left and the crowd was very happy and they and they clapped and they were celebrating this guy leaving. And I said, I got to be honest with you guys, the most offensive thing about that gentleman wearing white after Labor Day. <laughs> that's yeah, how we, yeah. we started to call him the guy in the white shirt. Yeah, like the right. club owner told me about him. I was like, see that guy in the white shirt right yeah, there? Yeah. So it was only a few weeks ago. So I think I don't think the crowd was expecting so that. So tipped. he knew that I said that because he was like 90% out the door. So he tried to come back in. Like he must have gone oh to his car God. and gotten like a flannel yeah. shirt that was in his trunk in or something. In his head, he's having the time. This is the greatest oh, night of was, his life. So, he's part of the show now. He's yeah. just, he, oh got my a God. Taste. There's so much of that. Yeah, they got, got a little taste. taste. <laughs> and so the, the owner, oh, before he could even get in there, and I saw him come back and I go, I'm not going to say anything. If nobody notices, I'm not going to call attention to it. So he got, he got thrown out again. And um, a woman on the way out did not, want to buy anything that i was not at my merchandise right. table and i will not say merch sorry <laughs> i don't well, i'm not don't that short on time yeah. Merch. Yeah. um and so she's like i really appreciate the way you handled that guy that was interrupting you and here's a little something for oh you. wow I'm like 20 bucks you got tip for handling a heckler oh, i used to get a, drugs a... all the time <laughs> oh, i used really? to do no, a lot of material about drugs oh and never people, would. when i was younger obviously yeah. and i've gotten I've gotten a lot of weed. I've gotten cocaine, and yeah. I actually got mushrooms. Once. I've oh, got a couple shit. tips on just private shows. They're like, oh, yes. a little extra for that, but very not rare. in a club. But no, nobody in a club, and that's uh, that's part of my thing. Every every other profession in New York City or anywhere, like you go to any guitar, anybody playing a guitar, standing in a corner of anything has a tip jar, <laughs> anything. right? Anything, yeah. cruise ship, any yep. bar you go yep. into, there's a tip jar sitting right. there. Why? That's his job to play to whatever he's, song. He's hired to do it, right? And they're paying him whatever. Yeah. Comics, yeah. where's my tip jar? There's no tip jar for comics. Then uh, Starbucks, which drives me completely insane. I've written joke after joke about it. They have like, a tip jar. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Why? The but whole job is pouring you coffee. I don't get it. No, what? even when you have your little thing, your little app on my phone, it, when I buy a coffee, it hits me with a text alert. Would you like to leave a tip? Exactly. Wow. <laughs> every Uber. <laughs> every The job yeah, is yeah, to yeah. drive the car. I'm paying it a flat rate to drive the car. The taxi thing. Before I you always, even get in it. I always tip guy. Uber. But what bothers me more than the tipping, because I, I love to tip. Maybe it's the half Italian yeah. person in me. I always I, do. You take out I, the broccoli. Do you have the like the broccoli band on your on your yes, roll. I you take had, the broccoli had band off. Just that. like me, the Guido wallet, the, the uh, tongue with the thumb. You don't like, leave nah. the house without two hundred dollars. Peeling for off, <laughs> peeling, yeah, dead presidents yeah. like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Taking what, the band off. It's something for you, and something for you, <laughs> and something for you. He did a nice job. Nice job. Or Woody Allen was in that one movie where he can't tip the guy who's parking the car. He's like, you're doing an ace's job, fellas. I'll have something for you. Way out, <laughs> on the way out. But when people ask for, do you want to donate a dollar to cancer research? And I was like, yeah. this is the supermarket. Since yes. when does Stop and Shop? That's everywhere. CBS. Fundraising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They guilted me in Vegas. Yeah, when I, I was guess, in Vegas, uh, that they had started a Walgreens. Last of years. Oh. Yeah, and they're like. When somebody would tip, they would ring this big bell, and I go, "It's about to get real quiet in here because I'm not tipping somebody from Walgreens." Uh, yeah. she, she said, "Do you want to give a dollar to?" The, it was a homeless thing, and I said, "No, thank you." Yeah. And I'll say, "No, thank you." And she goes, 50 cents." And ah, I said, "Nothing." No, yeah, nothing. that started. I, don't I know, have a joke like that in my act. I go up and I have it at Dwayne Reed. They're like, uh, "I'm standing. Would you like to save a child with cancer today?" I'm like. The way, no. yeah, <laughs> I know. The, the, the way, way that they, I just wanted it. to come get toilet paper. Now no. I feel like so, a 
jerk. If you say no to that, you're an awful person. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking around people like, oh, fuck you. This is not the place for it. I get so much stuff. I get plenty of stuff here. Mm-hmm. You get it through the mail. It's not you their job. It it's not their job. I don't know how that started because at CVS by my house, on a, it's it's the, they, they ask you at the register. Then the guy opens the door for you on the way out. So there's another tip there. Mm-hmm. And then the little homeless guy is on the corner almost always. So it's, yeah, I'm getting just, I getting live right killed. there. I got three tips right there so just to go to cvs i'm given to some foundation well how about cvs the give the money why don't you yeah, give every dollar i pay for cvs give but them do you two tip cents. do you tip to the guy that opens the door they're always at my bank and they're always at the no CVS. i'm not and giving it, you mean the homeless people that's, that's not, a, not a real no the doorman the cvs doorman oh that's what you call him <laughs> yeah like i think CVS he's a security guard right? he's a security well the bank has the the bank has the the guy that will open the bank door because that way you don't have to use your card. So he sits there and keeps the door open and opens it for you. He, is he an official employee? He though? is He is not. Okay. He's just the guy on the streets. But he yeah. is, the to me, he's a city bank doorman. And then inside the bank is the guy that sleeps and watches video games oh, with the guy. fake security thing on. Right. <laughs> he just sits there. You're but I'm too? definitely not tipping him. I don't tip, I don't, I, I don't tip anybody because one... Well, you tip your doorman. The no, the doorman I tip, but I always thought I felt bad for the homeless people. One, everyone has headphones now, so they can't get to you as much, and so they're they're not making as much progress. So I feel like they're having the they're, the the homeless are having a downturn, and then <laughs> and then no one's carrying cash. So in a uh, way, I well, feel like the whole good. thing is like it's harder for everybody. Enough, mm-hmm. enough yeah. already. You know, but yeah, we tip every single person in the building. I got to tip all the my doorman, teachers. The porters. Do you tip, uh, your daughter's teachers yeah, yeah he we said he did he oh, just yeah. said he did well, we, it's we, a pool of money yeah. i don't i don't like slip my daughter's first grade Ours. teacher like a 20 under the desk like here you go babe i asked downstairs at daycare what do we what do we do you no, gotta like, tip daycare yeah but no cash only gift cards gift cards why? or we get a present for them well why only gift cards? i don't know what do they That's do with a good the cash? question yeah, but a Starbucks gift card is a great gift. You're going to use that. Mm-hmm. Just don't no, like you're the bus driver. It's a terrible gift. No, that's if you don't drink gift. coffee. Well, you're going to drink something there. There's got to be something at Starbucks you're going to like. No, I, just I like why don't you Starbucks. just give them a cash gift card and let them buy whatever they want with it? It's well, like Natterman's joke, whatever. Like, why can't you just give me the 10 bucks? You but know, do you, are you, uh, what a Vimo, what a Venmo? Are you no. Venmoing everybody now? I feel like that's if what they you have it. That's can how you Venmo the homeless guy? We pay babysitters by Venmo. Venmo? Oh, um, shit. So we don't really have to have a lot of cash around. But uh, Do I you te- wait like the commercial, like the connection happens right there, like ding, and she's We'll like, do it on it. the way home. My wife will be sitting there. I'm driving, and before we get to the house, she'll say, did you get the Venmo, Venmo. I just sent you? Before you even know if the kids are still alive? Yeah. Oh, shit, that's, that's so <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I dash upstairs. You're like, I got to cancel yeah. the Venmo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Delete. That's kind of funny. They just I might kill my kids. Yeah. I might use that. Yeah, yeah, it's go. all yours. When we I'm can, not doing fu- impressions. Yeah. We got well, it. I always wanted a Venmo the homeless guy or something but they don't have but then if he pulls yeah out, they do that's the scam he, of it if all if he pulls right. out a rich ass cell phone you're like oh shit they do yeah, look, yeah, yeah. look at every shoes on every homeless guy they got brand new Jordans every, every one of them oh, oh, brand new well, the other day wait, 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 wait. the different. other day I'm walking down the street yeah. And there's a homeless guy getting ready to be homeless. He's getting ready to go to homeless work, I guess. Yeah. He's fi- got his yeah. street corner, right? And he's putting away his phone. Uh, he's putting away the cell phone in his yeah, pocket. I, I just have yeah. me coming by, but he sees out of his peripheral vision, I'm coming by. He puts the thing in his pocket and looks up and goes, oh, uh, sorry, do you got it? Yeah. And he pulls <laughs> out the cup. 
Fuck you. He, he hadn't started phone. work yet. You oh, got to okay. wait till he gets to the office. You caught him at a bad time. And he, then he gets yeah, a text. Yeah, ding. Yeah. Oh, I forgot yeah. to put it on silent. Yeah, 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 it's exactly. like, uh, well, Eddie, whoever it was, Eddie Murphy, who made it look like he didn't have any legs in that movie. Oh, that right. is so coming to America. Yeah. Uh, not coming to America. Trading, trading places. places. My yeah. doorman, I have. I love coming to America. <laughs> yeah, I like trading places much better, though. I have four main doormen, two porters, a super, a handyman, and then. And then one of the guys, and then anybody who puts up something, I tip, if I got to put up a shelf or something oh, like absolutely. these walls, I got to tip them yeah, for that. Yeah. And then I got to tip them at the end of the year. What? What's yeah. happening here? Mm-hmm. So literally I'm on stage the last couple of days going, uh, I just want to tell you this show, all the money is going to my doorman. Yeah. Like, like yeah. That. I'm working for one, this guy. This is the weirdest tip. Oh, I don't even know if it was considered a tip. Um, we have a very sweet woman uh, named Alice who cleans our house roughly once a month, maybe. And okay. she's been doing it for years. And you pay her to do it. Well, yeah. But yeah. we, you know, it's not about her as much as what she came to me one time and said the vacuum cleaner's not working. Right. And I don't know much about vacuum cleaners. <laughs> so I, it's a, you know, it was a nicer one that my wife got. And uh, so I found a guy to come by to look. And he comes by, it's like 7.30 at night. I've been texting with the guy all day. He goes, I think I can make it there. You know, blah, blah, blah. And he and I'm in my garage and I have it on a table, right. you know, just so it'll be nice for him. Or so whatever. you look like you were working on it. Uh-oh. If I would have <laughs> even taken one look, look at this at thing, it. there was a connecting cable. Yeah. And he goes, this needs to oh, be in here. Shit, and it so started right up. And he was there for five seconds. <laughs> right. And I go, I he goes, no charge. I said, what do I owe you for this? He said, no charge. I, I got to give it. I gave him 20 bucks. Right. Yeah, you got to give him Because he money. did make the trip. Yeah, of course. And uh, I, I would have felt awful. Right. I know he said no charge. Right. But he, if I would have come to a comedy show and they wanted me to do a half hour and they only really, really needed me to do two or three minutes... I'm no, not going to say no charge. But I'm here. Course. I think you got it, but you're not totally a big time tipper. So when I'm you fine go, with that one. But yeah. when you go to a restaurant and you like uh, want to get a table, do you tip the uh, the Maitre D. whatever it is at the party? Yeah, no. I mean, you don't like, you, so, I mean, but you're, that's the world. This fucking job is to get you a table. That's make the sure world. everything's okay. That's his job. I tried I to tip all. someone who showed us to our seats. <clears throat> we were in Argentina. We went to see a show, my wife and I. Mm-hmm. And I, I tried to give a tip to, uh, or I d- forgot to give a tip to the person that showed us to our seat. Mm-hmm. And her cousin who lived there, she's like, made it. She goes, did you tip? Uh, and I said, actually, I, I didn't because I usually don't. And she goes, you have to. So I had to go <laughs> up the aisle with three dollars. I know it's hard to get and that. It's, like it's hard, pressure. Pressure. but it's hard to know what to tip. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to know how much because in Vegas. So we, we're all in Vegas this fall. We go out to the parking lot of the Mirage. The taxi cab is there. The door is open. They're waiting for the next people. There is no waiting. Right. So. The door is literally open okay. to the cab, and the guy's like, "That's your cab." <laughs> yeah. And then I like, uh, "Here's five dollars." Yep. And I, because I, I have to tip him, and but I watched the five. next. I watched the people. No one else tipped them the whole trip. I'm watching people. No one's tipping anybody. But, I mean, you're supposed to tip them. No, anybody, everywhere I go, somebody wants a bag. Like, can I help you? Well, a do bag? you tip the no, maid? No, I can do it. Do you tip the maid in a hotel room? Yes. No. Yes. I always leave. I always least, leave. Yeah. Depending on Unless how long I'm I stay on there. a cruise ship for a week and it's the same yeah. guy. Oh, those blah, blah, guys blah. love they, you for they that. They work like they dogs. Will. I know what they make in their thing. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that every uh, person who cleans a room in a hotel gets paid. That's a that's a paid gig. You can at least li- leave five bucks. Once yeah, I tip. But, but I if tip. you stay at a Best Western for a weekend, Friday and Saturday night, you're not tipping that. No. I leave a tip on the bed. Me too. 
Yeah. On the bed. Well, on the go. nightstand? No, I always put it on the bed. So they don't miss it? I guess. I don't know why. That's weird. Yeah. It's never the <laughs> same person twice. I, should have, I was like, what? I should, maybe I should leave it on the nightstand. What's the best tip you ever left? What was it? You worked as a waiter. What was the best tip anybody Ooh, ever left good, you? Good question. I mean, what's his name when we were there? Who? Bill Murray came in and left. He ordered a cup of coffee at the the yeah. the bar. What do you the leave bartender. You? He left the bartender on me. He left him $100. Well, what do you, what if, what's your best tip? I, I never got good tips. I just, Nothing I got regular, I guess tips. I got regular tips. Like I never got, I mean, every once in a while, someone would give me a good tip, but mm. I mean, more, I mean the battle when you worked in New York at restaurants was the Europeans because they didn't tip. Right. So it was an all out war versus the European <laughs> people. In fact, yeah. me and Bethel always said, everybody that I worked with said that we're all going to go to Europe and for like a long time and not tip anybody. <laughs> well, they don't get And then I go Europe. to Europe and sure enough, I tip everybody because I feel bad because they, <laughs> when you tip, yeah, when different. you, I just, when you tip people, but yeah, there, you'd be surprised. It's, it's it tipping just so hard for most people i'd say 80 percent of the people just have a hard seven maybe 70 percent of the people have a hard time just tipping yeah mm-hmm. because they can always find a reason not like they just oh, can't sure. it's just so hard on everybody we left to tip and moody mccarthy and i were in china yeah. we would ju- literally just set right from the airport to a restaurant we yeah. got the bill we left a little extra we were halfway down the block this woman chasing us <laughs> you left too much money right. and it's an insult for them right to t- if you tip over there it's an insult yeah it's so you're so saying yeah, yeah, you don't like, make anything <laughs> and i make so much right. that i don't even know what to do with this exactly you know I and so we with were, all my money right. i don't know what to do with it so then we got we missed our flight home this was my fault uh, we missed our flight home from china we had an extra 24 hours until the next flight so we had all of our stuff with us, and uh, this woman was nice enough to write out. None of the cab drivers speak any English in China, so we were an hour and a half from the Great Wall. We never, we didn't see it. So we, she wrote a note. Can you please take these two morons to the, to the Great Wall and wait for them for a couple hours and then bring them back to this hotel? And it was all written in Chinese. And so we showed it to three cab drivers, and they just basically pulled away without saying anything. And this fourth guy, we made an agreement, like, we're willing to pay this much. We had gotten paid in American cash for being in China for two weeks. I had a lot of money on me. I just wanted to get the hell out of there. (laughs) And then now I'm, like, gutting into this cab. And um, so we, we worked it out. We ended up paying this guy for maybe four hours of work. We paid him the equivalent of what he probably made in a month. Wow. Oh, shit. And so it was good. cheap for yeah. us. We yeah, were like, this is a good deal. We get a chauffeur-driven car to the Great Wall. Right. We goofed around for a couple hours, and he drove us all the way back. And it's like, yeah, I'll pay, I'll pay 100 bucks each there for that. There you go. Win-win on tipping. Nice. That's it? Boom. That's it. That's the end of that segment. We have one more segment for it Should we sum up the segment? Lenny doesn't tip. No, I tip. I tip when it's required to tip but like you're judging all the time 20 percent if you're a comic and you're headlining a club or even middling a club you better take care of everybody and their brother yeah yep. and i do constantly yeah but gladly i'm not gladly begrudg- i'm not begrudgingly those are the people that. who deserve the tips they're running around for you yes. but you judge they're the waiter- doing stuff above and beyond for you like but if you, they don't. Starbucks, nobody's doing anything. Your job is to fucking pour the coffee. You're but if not you, wait, tips. if you go to wait, but if you go to a restaurant and you have shitty service, do you still leave twenty percent or fifteen percent? Not all the time. I'll uh, I'll, I'll knock it down. I do too. I don't give it. To, I don't give stink, a shit. But no. there's always a battle. Like they're they're you're self judging that person. Like I'm gonna grate this person by my tip, and I don't. I just give them the money. Well, right. I usually give them the money. I've yeah. never not tipped anybody, but maybe you. What, why don't you tip them and then write them a note that maybe you you need to improve because that's gonna end up on the internet <laughs> and he's the biggest a hole that ever lived. Right there you go. Look at this right. abuse. Let's move on. Let's. 
We'll cut that. <laughs> With this uh, fourth segment is called This, That, and the Other Thing. I'm gonna. It's going to be real short since we went a little long on the other two segments. Um, I'm going to give you a choice of one of two things. You tell me which one you would choose, or you can go off the board and choose the third one, the okay. other thing. All, All right. right, first one up. Snacks, salty or sweet? Salty. Salty. Salty, really? I go back and forth. What I'll do is I'll have a salty pretzel or goldfish with a sweet soda. Oh, there you go. That's good. I like so- you plan it out. You oh, put, God, put one out. You don't think I plan every calorie <laughs> that, I, that I eat? This is a big moment for me to have a snack. So you're not like a potato chip has to have something else with it? Yeah. You're not going to go just plain potato chip? Uh-uh. <laughs> or wa- so water good. with That's it? So Come good. on. They're ruining it. Yeah. I go like salt, like... Um, Gotta chocolate. have chocolate, and then I gotta go have a pretzel or yeah. whatever. It, you know, it's like ugh. daytime salty, nighttime sweet. Wow, that's really. How about that? That's good stuff. That there might count go. as off the board. Okay. Okay. Um, number two. Let's go in the second one for today. Hug or handshake? So you going in? Hug all the way. Huh? Sorry about before. What a teddy you're, bear. Yeah, you're. I'm a huge people? hugger if I'm oh, not really? sitting down. Yeah. Aww. My wife, anti. She's the Seinfeld of hugging. No, My wife does hug. not like to hug. Even me. Really? Oh, God. She doesn't like it at all. <laughs> but, what? But, why is this hugging? <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with personal space? <laughs> she, she We're doesn't, married. <laughs> she doesn't feel that it's you know warranted yeah. or and she's just one of those people that's uncomfortable with doing it which but, is no, fine. Love but are you just doing a handshake or do you feel like you got to kind of cater to the person because a lot of people come yep. in with the handshake yep. slash neil's not a hugger is what he's trying to say a oh, lot good. of people come in with the hand i'm more of a reactive person so a lot of people come in and i'm just trying to figure out what they're about to do so a lot of them come with their <laughs> yeah. hand like this which is kind of tilted yeah so i'm going okay this is going to be like the a bro one. a bro thing yeah. into like that half hug right yeah. and then when i hit it it's good but when i don't hit it when right. i when it was just a handshake right not supposed to be the bro shake yeah then it's all all hell breaks loose you're trying to figure out how black you're going to be on this move is that <laughs> no <you're> it's <laughs> not even it's not it's not black or white it's just everyone has this thing now the bro shake you got to do right. and then and then the other thing is like a straight hug like yeah. hey and then the kiss, Ugh. and then I I like if I if I'm gonna kiss hugging the mafia. No, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna kiss, I'm giving them the I'm throwing them off with the three kisses every time, or at least the fake funny two kiss. You can get a laugh out of the two kisses because most people aren't expecting like the hug with the two kisses. Uh, nobody's expecting nobody's expecting no one's expecting I, I think that. you yeah, invented yeah, yeah, something yeah. there to be honest with you <laughs> no all the are you molesting people when you should be hugging or shaking their hand wait a second wait you do you say when you stay s- away from birdie say wait tonight you walk <laughs> tonight you walk into the cellar yeah and you see uh who's someone will sylvance that okay. i know is gonna be a handshake i already got these guys yeah. all down okay handshake yeah. gary goldman handshake so why don't tonight you change things up and hit everybody with a hug and see where that gets you like hey, and I'm boom, not hugging hug. the staff. Like the staff always says hi. I'm not hugging all the staff. Mm-hmm. Like there's guys. Oh, that no, there's too the- many people around. Yes, Would everyone many- go? What's wrong with Lenny? Like something happened to Lenny? Is something I'll- wrong with Lenny? It depends on how long since I've seen the person. I agree with. There you go. That's good. So, but do you have the formalities of like? Okay, so you have this big fish, John Fish hugs hug. all the time. Good. But you have Got a holiday hug. party at your house. All the get, all the neighbors come over. The husband and wife. They like hey. everybody hugs. And then do you hug the husband and the wife, or do you shake the husband's hand and hug the wife? What I I will will not discriminate if it's a male or female. I don't think it's right to hug somebody's wife and not hug them. So it's okay, either so both you... or neither. Oh. <laughs> and it's usually neither in that case. I get Neil's got a good point though. It, sometimes it is 
uh, what comes at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So some people like will jump the gun at you or whatever. So then you just go with the flow. Listen, but sometimes if you're the host, you better figure out of, what you're going to do. One of my favorite things is when you both go in for the hug and neither one of you want a hug. You didn't, you just wanted a handshake, but you got caught in between. It's just bad for oh, everybody. Awkward. <laughs> like uh, a bad half-ass hug. And yeah. it just, I, I swear to God, I do not, I never really get it right. It's hard. It's like fist bump, handshake. I, I just, it's hard to get all that shit right all the time. <laughs> and the good I, thing is it doesn't mean anything. Right. It means everything to me. It is every. No, well, now that, I guess you like, are in trouble. Like, no, I I love just shaking someone's hand. To me, that's perfect. Just like, hey, everybody. Uh huh. Everybody. Men went. No, no. That's if that could. I just can't stand hugging. But every. I I feel like lately I've have to hug everybody. I will I, since I've gotten older. And I'm not shy about this. If I miss the first handshake, like if maybe something's a little off, and it's not a good handshake, I'll say. Let's try that again. Oh, you will do oh, a yeah. repeat? I'll oh, do a, I'll, shit. I'll do In a, a funny take, way. A take uh, two. That's funny. It turns shit, out to be that's funny not, yeah, if yeah. the person's like, uh, you yeah. know, anywhere having close to a sense of humor. Yeah. Right. Sometimes they, they chuckle. And what if you get the second one wrong? What did now is just it's awkward. like, I'm never going to talk to you again. <laughs> it's over this <laughs> relationship. Obviously, there, we have no chemistry. <laughs> one of the funniest things that ever happened, this was years ago when that, uh, uh, it was like, not West Nile, but the big disease was out. Remember? SARS. SARS, SARS, one, no, one e, not them. that one. It was another Earth one flu, that we were all Ebola, Ebola. Ebola. No, it was a. It was one that everyone really took precautions. There was little cleaners everywhere. Was the one with Papillon. What's the one? Pa- what's the one with Papillon. Like a, yeah. Tuberculosis. Trench mouth? No, the Trench one that when leprosy came (laughs) anyway anyway, there was one right and so one of the things i I coach sports sometimes so one of the things was one of the rules was the disease had gotten so bad even though no it hadn't really come here yet everyone's just preparing for it i think it was i think it was the bird flu okay we're all gonna get it that they would line the two teams across from each other and then you go like that because you know at the end of the game you're supposed to shake everyone's yeah, hand yeah, yeah. no that what? could not happen anymore so they had to line the two it's just the flow they had to line two wow. people across from each other and so i would be like well, that's what they say and now. you would clap to me and it was the most Yikes. i don't know who like that's how high i think it, got it was the so flu because i kind of remember this now like there was, the flu was going around so bad they're yeah. like don't shake hands the lot of, there's a lot of cultures that don't shake hands because mm-hmm. they don't want to spread the flu and the, sometimes the, i wash my hands this is the last eat. thing the last thing about this go ahead when I'm at a club yep. and I shake people's hands on yep. the way out, which I really enjoy doing, right. if I have an hour and a half or so drive home, I will. the last thing I'll do is I'll go to the restroom and wash my hands right. before. And on the way out, somebody always, always tries to shake. I go, I'm fist <laughs> bumping now because I just washed my hands right. and I don't want to get in the, I don't want <laughs> right. to wash them. And people understand, yeah. they think. They're like, this guy's a jerk. Yeah, he, <laughs> he downgraded yeah. me. Yeah. Like, All right, I let's love, go another one. All right. Damn, Sneakers I, could, are sh- I was just going to ask if you like kissing people like when you say hi but because there's a lot of kissing not you not i mean not but you kiss me on the cheek right in the mouth you kiss bethel on the mouth all the time with tongue no tongue no with you we you kiss like when you say hug you do a kiss too Uh, it depends only if they kiss it depends who i I have you gotta really know these people it's fluid fluid, man but it it, not really because some people really are into the kissing like all the air, my air friends always kissing me three times. They're like, hey. three times, one, two, always three. one, two. Oh yeah, three. If they're French. Every freaking Clara, time. Every you'll time. get you know one on each cheek. Yeah, I like that. I'm gonna add that to my repertoire. Are you the three kisses? Yes. <laughs> okay. There you go. All right. Next up. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Oh, like, yeah. What's yeah. gone into yeah. Neil Please, for somebody. one for the next year? Every time I see someone, I'm gonna kiss really? them three times. Yep. Okay. Done deal. All right. We'll see. 
You're gonna say, see where that gets. It can't get worse. And it goes something <laughs> yeah. like this: uh, sneakers or shoes? Sneakers. That's easy. Daytime sneakers, nighttime shoes. Oh, I, I always another perform, rule. I perform oh, in shit. exclusively shoes, shoes, but not dressy shoes. Oh, oh. you won't perform in sneakers? Um, not, it seems like maybe the last two or three years I have not performed in. I'm in, the exact in opposite. If I'm wearing if I'm wearing shoes, something bad has occurred. Yeah, something really. I've never horrible. seen you with shoes except yeah. on your wedding day. Uh, yeah, which something. was a kind of my wife actually said on my wedding day, "You can go sneakers, you can go dress oh, sneakers." Well, was, even I was like, "Let's looked, go shoes for the." I did event. sneakers, I'm but so be- glad. I mean, that's yeah. a no. She looked so amazing. Yeah, like, you could wear fucking. Uh, well, I think that I did. That's sneakers. not funny. Bethel didn't think it was funny either. <laughs> I what? liked it. I, I, well, you could never do shoes because they were uncomfortable. But now the shoes are dress all sneakers are more than my shoes. The shoes are all got the Nike Nike merge with the dress shoes, and yeah. now so they're all the soles. Nike, like, they got like you can get they got Gucci the Nike, shoes that are more than my rent. Yeah, but the Gucci shoes have the Nike Air sole with the little. You can buy the soles at CVS and tip. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't wear shoes like uh, unless it's like my wedding. Or you know, when you wear, Letterman, I think I but wore you're one like time. Me, one when, out of three. When you wear shoes, everybody notices. Yeah, like right. holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Me, that's how you I know who? Lo- uh, it's a whole thing with like Seinfeld's got a whole thing on this. Like I remember, and then Papa was like, I told Papa one time, I don't really own shoes, and yeah. he lost his mind. Yeah, he lost his mind. Like what? Yeah. Don't tell Jerry, because he got to perform in shoes. He's got a whole thing. Yeah, I've before. never performed in shorts, or. Very, I can't even remember short sleeves. I don't wear short sleeves. So, like, I'm always. One time I was at a club and Terry Gillespie said, You want to go up? And I go, I'm wearing shorts. Wait, not in going the up. summer you don't wear short sleeves? No. Nope. Like a polo a, shirt? Not to perform. Oh, okay. Uh, and do, you, do you not do it because you think, Oh, I'm not going to be funny with a short sleeve shirt? Or do you do it just because you just don't feel comfortable? Nice. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. just one of those yeah. weird choices. Like, I know I could. I know a lot of people are funny with short sleeves. Same thing on, with not sho- me. me and shoes. If I wear shoes my whole life, right. I'm like, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. You're not going to be funny. Life. If you wore dress shoes, you're not going to be funny. And my father, it's like, for years, what do you think? When you get older, you're, you're, you're going to have to wear shoes. And I'm like, I'll show you. Yeah. You know, and I can't. So that's where it comes from. That's the yeah. whole reason you're, you're a comic? Well, I know. I, like, I was like, it? I'll figure out a way. I just said, I'll figure out a way. Did you look up I profession? I got the one profession. You yeah, have yeah. to wear shoes. There was yeah. only two of them. I had to wear shoes forever work, going to work there in the day. I was so mad. So mad every day. It, it made me miserable. Okay, let's do it. You ready for the next one? Let's do it. By the way, I'm not, you rarely wear shoes. I, I never wear shoes. Yeah. yeah. Never. This is I'm not a, a tennis shoe collector. Situation no. for me. No. Um, you got to be in one movie. Which one are you going to pick? Goodfella? Goodfellas, Godfather. Godfather. This is where it's going to get ugly for me. Uh-oh. <laughs> I've never seen the, the Godfather. What? I've seen Goodfellas probably, you know, uh, 10, 20 times. It's not funny. Show's over. There's no... It's, oh, yeah. Hit him, hit him tell again. Tell me one funny moment in that movie. I only like comedies, Which basically. One? Except for all the presidents. No, but the Godfather, the Godfather is the greatest yeah. movie ever made. I know it's the greatest movie ever you made. You just got to watch I'm not it. saying it's not a First good movie. First of all... I guess I'll get around to it. Just but do I can it. always pick something else. Wait, wait, I always wait. pick something else. Wait, 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 wait. Just wait. do it. Let me just... 
break this down. First of all, one of the great impressions you can do of all time is Marlon Brando. Yes. yes. Come on, when you're trying to watch the movie, I gave him an offer I couldn't refuse. Right. Yeah, Come yeah. on, man. So you have seen The Godfather. I've seen other comics. You can do, do that. everybody in the movie. You can do an impression of like Pacino's got a definite right. expression. I like James Con. James Con yeah. banging some chick against right. the bedroom door. <laughs> That's right. I remember oh. that scene, maybe. Oh. I've seen parts of it. That's I what can't. I you know. Like you know. there's the, you know, um, uh, Luca Brazzi like rehearsing on the first scene, like uh, like rehearsing what he's going to say oh, to the Godfather. Okay. You know, okay. it's, 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 it's I would like to be in Goodfellas, person. and I would definitely want to be one of the guys get that got knocked off after the Latanza heist that didn't deserve it, <laughs> because that okay. just is my life, I guess. The uh, like the guy who wants to spend all the money, the wig guy, the guy with the band, Morty, Morty, Morty yeah. yeah, and he gets killed in the caddy, yeah. The, Thought he'd never shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, I, said, I gotta. <laughs> that's right. See, that's funny. Yeah. I don't see any of that in The Godfather. Like quotable lines not, that not are funny. Fun. None. Oh, none. None. Mm. None. Don't. All right. So, well, I guess we have your choice. That's mm-hmm. it. Good fellas. I'm go to the bathroom. What? I'm gonna go to the bathroom. No, you have. My to... vitamins are kicking in. Can you please we'll just tell it. me? We'll carry it. Yeah, you got it. Well, can you tell me which one you want? Good I said fellas, Godfather. It's easy. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's easy. It's an old. I'm going. I think I'm. Caddyshack or Easy Money. <laughs> Which one you go ahead? Oh, oh god, I don't know. I would probably easy money because Joe Pesci is in it and is very funny. Oh. Who am I? Who am I? I put the bathrooms in this place. Who am I? <laughs> yeah, there you go, Pesci. Uh, that's another <laughs> great impression. Um, oh, I loved Easy Money. Yeah, there's something about. I think that it's movie. a better story. It is. He sticks it to the old lady. Yeah, I mean, that's I, all he wants to do. So one of my friends, Belinda. Never... I can't finish these home fries. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that line? Like, who wants some home fries? I can't finish these home fries. He's got like a pill on his. Hey, honey, uh, there's a mess of Schmidt in the kitchen. <laughs> Clean right. it up, will you? <laughs> oh man, I love wedding cake. All right, when he's eating the entire pistachio nut. Yeah, <laughs> he's supposed to throw the shells away. I like the shells, you know. <laughs> Oh, you know? man. All right, let's do one more. Okay. Live to 100 or die at 70. Live to 100? Is anybody going to... I don't know. 100's r- it gets rough in the 90s, man. No. Come on. I mean, you could, if you said live, if you said, like, yeah. live live to 70 or, or 100, and if you live to 70, Think you, about it you for got a second. all these I amazing, for a second 100, amazing but, successful mm. things. Like, if you're saying... yeah. You live to if you're saying you live to sixty. However, you had your own TV show for ten years, and you or your life was like uh, whatever. Robin yeah, Williams, that you, Robin life. Williams' life. You're trying to 60. eke out the last thirty is that what you're saying? You're <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Happens? I'm I'm living to a hundred and just watching TV. And, right. An apogee zenith seventy or a average hundred. Yeah, like okay. that's a tough well, question. Yeah, there it's you gonna go. be an average hundred. Uh, well, no, are you? It. What are you gonna do? Like the high end seventy or the average hundred? I. Think that you and I have to go a hundred now. Why? Because we have kids. Yeah, and we're that, older. that's the motivating factor. Yes. to me is uh, not only do I want to be there, but I want to be Involved. able to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. So right. It's already happening. Like I'm taking. I went swimming this morning at eight o'clock. I nice. didn't have to, but you know, these are things that I need to do. That's to what get I, to a hundred. To just be able to be with this kid, right? Yeah. And um, yes. and be a serviceable human being. Where do no. the where do the sweet and salty stuff come into that? Mm. <laughs> I also I also enjoy Was a little that, bit. I will. Uh-oh. I have not yet totally given up on the the THC. Oh, okay, that's yeah, good. So that's right. They get that little like I've cut it down eighty percent. Yeah, Ann Arbor was pretty. good What are you going to say to your kid about that THC? Have at it. Um, we Michelle and I have talked about this, and I think you know definitely not before eighteen. 
Mm-hmm. And but it's legal after, now, so yeah, you don't have to it's, care. It's, but it's no different than changing. drinking a Coke. Attitudes. Would I like her to like at this point in my life? Like if she walked in and I have the vape pen, right. like she would. Mm. I would not want to answer it because there would right. be a million questions. Right. But it's it's not an issue right now. Does uh, getting back and then we'll end with with this. Does your kid know these these impressions? Yeah, you can ask her, uh, Lena, and do she Rodney. Go- she goes, I'm all right now, but last week I was in rough shape. <laughs> really? Yeah, she knows. Oh, I got to get her to do that. The oh, next it, time it's she hilarious. Comes she did it for Brad Garrett. And when, when she hears him, she's like, that's really good, Dad. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, oh she awesome. she gets a kick out of it. Oh. She, I, I'm just happy that she knows who these people are. And she, she says things like, when I'm leaving, she'll say, are you going to try any new jokes tonight? Oh. I hope I hope your new jokes go really <laughs> well. So I hope you have a good show. Oh, and she's show. seen me now. I think it's... It's only been in the last year, but she's seen me three times. Oh, okay. Going from never seeing me before wow. to seeing me. It was a Woodlock, she that resort Woodlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, Michelle doesn't like it because she's she sits in the back and yep. she Howls. she makes it about herself. <laughs> you know, I'll say, you know, I my wife and I have a daughter who's six years old. She's like, Dad, don't, <laughs> don't talk about me. And she really like draws it. attention yeah. to herself. You gotta start yeah. writing she'll, for that. She'll shake her head really. She's like, "I never said that." It's like an old lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And these are things that I don't hear because they're way oh my God, uh, far she's away. But she's in like, the oh, business. You know she's in the business." It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. All right, the way we end the show every week is one good thing or one bad thing of the week. Anything that happened to you that was good, really good, or really bad, like you can bring up anything. You would think most of the time, mine was bad for a long time. We've had such good stuff happen. Neil, I'm stealing it this week once again. Neil and I uh, got our piece that we wrote oh, that's right. with Lizzie Jones talk, on I remember what I was Saturday say. Night Live. Hey, that's great. And, uh, Holy yeah. cow. Congratulations. Thank you. Our piece for uh, Leslie and uh, Weekend Update. So we wrote a piece yeah. for her. And we oh, yeah. Do you high five? Is that I, all right? I, I we'll hug later. High five. We I went, do high five. You know, we want to give Andy three kisses now? Yeah, I do. No, that's when I'm so, going to say it's goodbye. worthy of it. <laughs> yeah. And so we went to the show. We went to the taping and we watched her do it live. And it was, uh, you were it like, was pretty yeah, yeah, it was She delivered funny. it the way you wanted it. Yeah. Yeah. She's super funny. She's, she's, it was great. Better. Better. Just because she takes control of everything. And, uh, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And so that was, that was a, you know, we're probably not loved over there because they only have 30,000 writers. And yeah. She basically brought us in a special ops so but uh, that's great yeah the seal team for yep. jokes anyway that was a thrill we we loved it neil the way i describe it is uh, uh, not for letting well neil said it was one of the highlights of his life yeah that's i said that the, well the, the lady the lady too. next to me was crying and so i just i took her story and added it to mine because <laughs> she's like i have i've been watching the show for 50 years yeah. and she's over there crying during every yeah, sketch she's like i'm like laughing yeah, and crying yeah. i've never so, i always wanted to see it you i know, just she's having experience yeah, i just do her story into mine i'm like yeah. this i have been coming since <laughs> We're like, did you, really, did you really enjoy that piece? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I I downplay my roles. Really, Lenny's role and her role. I downplay it a little bit. I'm like the guy at the when you pull up to Home Depot. More in L.A. When you pull up to L.A. Home Depot, uh, all the like guy worker guys come in. The day laborers. They try to hop into your car, you know. And right. So that's that was me. A Mexican. That's how Lenny labor. found me. Yeah. <laughs> I was hanging outside the strip, and then Lenny pulled up. And I hopped into Lenny's car. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's your good, good thing or bad thing of the week? Well, mine is that too because we got we talked about this on the way home. We got the lamp, and uh, oh, the lamp. me and me and Bethel have this eternal argument. We, it wasn't, hold on, hold on. Let it me just set it up. Really, for one second. it wasn't really like this, but it leads into this conversation of of do you like because uh, that really would have been on the street. Let me just set this up, okay? We went over to Leslie's to write. 
Leslie had a lamp, a floor lamp that she didn't want anymore. She was throwing it out. She's like, you guys, we need a lamp. I was like, yeah, we need a lamp for the house out. In but PA. I didn't really think she really meant anybody and to take it. But Bethel Neil was like, says, I don't want the lamp. And yeah. Why wouldn't like, she take mean the it? lamp? I just think and it they, was rude to take the lamp. But Bethel's like, hell no, I'm going to take the lamp. And she's taking the lamp. And then I'm like, all so right. Is this a so, good thing or a bad thing? No, it's just a funny thing because me and Bethel always <laughs> argue about that every day. Because when we walk home every day in New York, you all the time, there's shit on the street. And Bethel and, wants it. And I can't, I'm, it's embarrassing to admit that if you go to our apartment, I would say half the shit because we're so cheap. Half so the great. shit is from the street. Well, and Bethel's found everything. She's always running home like, Neil, oh my God, that's 94th we gotta go. Lexington. Okay. You got to get there now. Well, John Fish has that great line about it. He just wants to be successful enough that he can walk by stuff on the street without getting out my tape measure. <laughs> That's how calling be. my friend who oh. has a pickup truck. That's, That's a, really good. good. That's so good. I, I, but Bethel, I don't know. Are you a street guy? Would you take shit off the street? I have home? in the past. The, oh, yeah. the, the good thing about living where I live yeah. on bulk trash day you can get some pretty good stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the things that people throw out, oh, it, it, it is literally a shame what people toss that in my true. neighborhood. Don't but I don't it. really, it's got to be, right now it's got to be, you know how Jerry Seinfeld said, you know, you when you're doing comedy, you put your best field, best team on the field yeah. every night. Yep. Somebody's got to be really good for you to bench somebody else. Yep. Something's got to be amazing for me to to actually pull over, pull over and, and it's it's not just something i want it has to be something functional need. that i need yeah. but i do like i love garage sales i've gotten so many great like tools and you know things that are durable i'm not going to get a coffee table that's been sitting oh. i'll get you know something that i you know a, like tools or, or stuff like that <laughs> got it not we'll take everything all right andy one good one one good thing one well, bad thing I, mean. I, I hate to be repetitive but i think this, this whole week has been really great right um Gary Goleman messaging me Aww. that he liked the impression. That's really, awesome. That yeah. made my day, and it was like the first thing I saw that morning. So I go, you know what? That was cool. And and I was like patting myself on the back that I didn't grease the wheels at all. Like I, I go, look, it's out there. Whoever's going to watch, it's going to watch it. So tell people where to watch it. It's on, it's on Stick or Treat on YouTube. You'll see a lot of guys doing great impressions. Yeah, but it's an amazing show. When I'm, a lot know, of fun. Year after year, I'm so like psyched to be on Halloween, it. they do it. Yeah, they do yeah. it around Halloween. And if you just search YouTube for Andy Pitts, P-I-T-Z, Gary Goleman, you will see it. What's your social media? Um, it's just my name, Andy, P-I-T-Z, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram oh. Twitter. Um, great. Where you, you want to... AndyPitts.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for asking me. This was yeah. really, You want to take us out with a Rodney? Um, you got a joke for us? Sure. Uh, <laughs> hey, I tell you, I've been on one blind date in my life. One blind date. It was a disaster. I waited two hours in a corner. A woman walked in. I said, are you Louise? She said, are you Rodney? I said, yeah. She said, I'm not Louise. <laughs> 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 thanks, Andy. You're yeah, the best. Thanks, guys. All right.